Hi, I'm Joelle Alexandria, and you're listening to A Future for Us. Today is September 24th, 2021, and I have taken to the streets of Toronto not only to practice my right to protest, but to interview the people of Toronto as to why they are participating in the climate strike organized by Fridays for Future, an organization that dedicates itself to intersectional activism for climate justice. Follow us on Instagram at a future for us and for inquiries, email a future for us 99 at gmail.com. Have a listen. All right, testing, testing, one, two, three. This is this is a future for us at the event right now. Hello, what's your name? Uh, Yasemin. My name is Cricket Guest. Do you mind stating your name? You don't have to. Yes, Talar. Nice to meet you, I'm Thomas. My name is Michael Septeriman. My name is Sarah Callis. My name is Tanya. My name is Max Fine. My name is Mitra. Why are you at the climate strike 2021 in Toronto? Um, I've never been here, but I do feel a sense of urgency, especially this year, and I just want to be more involved in collective action, whether that is demonstrations or community organizing. Um, I'm here at the protest today to stand like in solidarity with like um, all of the youth across Turtle Island and the world who are demanding action on the ongoing climate crisis that the government refuses to acknowledge. As a Métis person, it's my responsibility to the land to defend it. Why are you at the climate strike today? Um, because I care, and I care about the present. I care about, um, you know, life, all life. Uh, that includes the waters, that includes the animal kin, that includes people. Um, and if we want to survive, if we want a just future, we need to fight for it, and we need to make sure these banks, these corporations, and the government know that we're not going to stand for this. Well, I'm uh, a climate activist myself, so I feel very strongly about climate justice. And this is something that I want to be a part of myself, but I also really want to amplify others' voices, other voices as well, and get a wide scope of, of the stories of who the people are that make up this movement. Um, well, mainly because I learned about this kind of thing in a course last year, and it really inspired me to take action. Uh, additionally, people have been coming up to me and asking what I'm doing for the climate, I think this is a really great way to get the people in charge to listen. So this is why I'm here. Okay. So wait, what course was it for all the other UTSC students? Yeah, so um, for UTSC students, that course is with uh, Matthew Hoffman, Paul A. O. Two. Why are you at the climate strike right now? Um, I, just like everyone else here, or 80% of the people here, we're all products of our generation. Our generation was tainted by the climate crisis. And there's nothing else that we should be doing now that's more important than this. We should all be here because this is our future, the future of our children. And if we want to allow the future generations to live the life that we were lucky enough to live, we should all be here. Uh, I represent the University of Toronto in the world in this year's International Climate Summit, which is in part with University College London, Northwestern University, University of Toronto, and we do attend meetings with the UN. I was just I just attended one a few days ago, and uh, that's why I'm very happy to be here. Very happy to see other students here. Uh, it's a great thing, really. 
I feel that climate change is real and I need to do at least something. I have kids and I have no future for them unless we stop this uh, climate change. I'm at the climate strike um, to show that we need to take urgent climate action, uh, which we really haven't. I understand this is more of a demonstration, not a protest, because protests actually cause change. Demonstrations are just a symbolic form of support. Well, if we don't care about the environment, the world's probably going to end in like 10 years, and I prefer to have a future. So how has climate change impacted you? Um, well, you know, personally, I'm very lucky to be living in this country, and I mainly came to, you know, um, want to advocate for climate change after uh, learning the stories of migrants and those who didn't have citizenship status, like myself. And I'm really interested in, you know, getting in touch with the intersections of migration and climate change since I am also an immigrant who recently moved to Canada. So I think the biggest way for me is just, you know, perhaps it's affecting our food system. So food insecurity is an issue and it does impact um, my day-to-day -day life a bit. But other than that, I just feel like it's more so about how our world is changing and how I don't want, um, you know, climate crises to take people's homes away. And I just want a world where you know, everything is, is more balanced and all countries benefit from the same, perhaps, equity that I do, so. How does climate change impact you? Um, it impacts me because I feel like I'm part of nature. I'm part of Earth. So if you hurt the climate, you're hurting me. Uh, so it's a very personal issue. I care so much for the land that we're on. And I, I consider myself one with the land, so. So... Yes, well, thank you. Why is climate change important to you? Well, it's important to me because I come from a tropical country. I come from Indonesia and I've seen firsthand the effects that it can have there, especially on the poorer communities where I'm from. Okay. I'm lucky enough to be you know, privileged enough to not have to ex experience that kind of thing firsthand. But... Huh? Indonesia? Yes. How about you? Hey, Malaysia. Oh, you're Malaysian? Yeah. Very similar so I'm privileged enough not to see that kind of or experience that kind of effects firsthand yeah. but I know I have the knowledge of what it does to people in my community and that's why I think it's important yeah because it's very intersectional I think climate change impacts me in a way that it impacts everyone else because I don't like to separate myself from everyone else the only way we can dis like the only way we can fight climate change is if we realize that it's an attack against all of us and we're all gonna fight back so it's to the, like, how does climate change affect you is an answer to that. Yeah, how does climate change affect you right now? Okay, so it's definitely um, made me rethink my consumption patterns and also what I think it means to live a happy and fulfilling life. So yeah. as opposed to, you know, trying to move up a, a sort of imaginary ladder, getting to the top, what are my values and how can I, how can I live by them? Um, in a way that is for the collective good of our people and our um, climate, but is also not, um, but is, can also reimagine our economy in a, in a different way. Um, so kind of trying to engage in more arts and um, enjoying things that are non-capitalistic um, leisure activities and also 
um, yeah, trying to, to learn more how to do more of those. I mean, I think it won't be impacting me now, but I know it will be impacting me in the future. We can already see some effects of that, like torrential storms and droughts, especially where I'm from. It's a kind of a duality in my country. It's either dry or wet, and climate change has exacerbated those to the extremes. I think all the systems that are connected to climate change and the effects of climate justice, like um, people of like racialized communities and women and all these like uh, communities will be affected the most by climate justice, by climate change. So uh, I wanted to help with combating that. Especially since, like, people in the other countries that are, like, in the global south are, will be most affected by climate change because they're going to have water scarcity. And while we're sitting here with all the fresh water, they're going to be struggling. And that makes me really upset. What are you hoping will result from this strike? Honestly, uh, I have to think about that. <laughs> all right, that's okay. Take, take the time you need. I'm hoping that this is a reminder to like we're at City Hall right now the government is responsible for these systems it's responsible for the capitalistic system that we're in that are destroying our land and waters so this is a reminder to them that we're still here we're not going anywhere until the system has changed well I just I really hope that you know Ottawa takes takes more governance on you know, um, a carbon neutral society, that we don't invest any more money in pipelines and dirty oil, and that we give indigenous communities sovereignty and their rights back so that they can take a stand and have access to clean water, their land, and have a society in Canada that is a world leader for what it looks like to model climate justice and uh, sovereignty. I hope it accomplishes a lot. I hope it educates more people. I hope it introducing, introduces more people to climate change and the problems that we're facing currently right now. I hope it also shows the leaders that we're here and we're not going to give up and we want change. I'm just going. I'm, as more people show up, the more effect it's going to take. Uh, we need to uh, convince government to make an action. Trudeau didn't do it his last term. He didn't keep his promises. He needs to do that. We need to reduce emission and uh, CO2 and methane and all this uh, greenhouse gases emission. You're talking about the Liberal Party? Um, you know, I didn't vote for the Liberal Party this year. Even I really feel myself as a liberal, but this government disappointed me. I hope to bring general awareness. Um, I don't think the, the stated goals are very generic, so I don't think anything will really come from this besides like generic environmental policies like climate change bad from the government but even that would be better than what we're doing hoping to bring not just awareness to the issue of climate justice but also put some pressure on politicians and the government to actually do something about climate change do you know that this is five weeks out from the UN climate conference yeah do you think this will be impactful in terms of their goals, essentially, for every country? I, I would like it to be, but I feel like um, government, as much as they pretend to care, they're very set in their ways. 
and I wish that, that the amount of people who care about the environment had an impact on the government's decisions, but the reality is, it's like, while we're still, while we still operate under colonial systems rooted in capitalism and white supremacy, like, there will always be a, a disregard for the people in the land, and so, I wish, I hope that this has an impact, but I just don't know if it will with the current systems that are in place. So the UN climate conference is five weeks out. Do you think they'll be more um, more open to changing it if they see people striking, or do you think that this really doesn't have an impact? I definitely think it has an impact. I think numbers have a big impact. The more people that join, the bigger the groups are, the more seriously they'll take it. Um, I don't have a lot of faith in the UN or the government, but I think that by continuing to fight, continuing to disrupt, continuing to make phone calls and, you know, disrupt their day, uh, I think they'll start to care. You know that the UN conference is like five weeks out, right? Yes. Well, we hope that, I, I hope that this kind of strike will actually gain attention on the world stage, especially in the UN. In five weeks' time, I hope that this Fridays for Future March will be highlighted as a key point in climate action in the UN. What are you doing to fight climate change right now, besides being at this protest? Um, honestly, I'm trying to connect with um, various movements. So I think, you know, instead of just focusing on the environment, there, for me, there is like a, an individual level where I try to change my like fast fashion consumption habits um, and trying to learn more about individual habits. But um, furthermore, I, I just... I just think knowing more about um, uh, different systems that contribute to climate change, either, um, so, you know, this includes learning about food systems, learning about, um, uh, you know, extraction and how, uh, you know, Western powers are influencing uh, the lives of people in the global south, but also... Um, you know, not taking taking action to recognize their own influence, if that makes sense. I may have gone too big there. No, it's okay. Thank you. I do my part by buying um, as ethically sourced as I can, supporting local, supporting black-owned and indigenous-owned businesses. Uh, but what I'm doing is just trying to not just inform myself, but also get to know about, um, you know, organizing that's being done right now on the ground to you know stand up against pipelines and more extraction whether that is on a transnational scale or a local scale um, so more of like academic reading and, and engaging in grassroots solidarity uh, but as I mentioned also on an individual level all right so what are you doing to reduce your carbon footprint um, besides like advocating so I'm vegan. I've been I've been vegan for two years, and it feels great. I I take transit. I bike everywhere, um, and I really work to just cut back in any way that I can that feels meaningful to me. Even just talking to other people, telling them about, say, a vegan lifestyle, telling them that it's attainable and it's it's not hard to do. Um, so I advocate for it, but I also try to work. Thing is, there's a problem with environmentalism when you work on an individual's level it isn't enough so I try to work on an individual level but I think systematically I think systemically I try to attack or try to break down the system which is hard to do you know alone but by educating other people about how there's irony to environmentalism I fight for climate change 
Um, I don't take car, I take public transit. I'm trying to keep temperature at home at the house like as low as possible, not to use air conditioner. Um, I'm trying to avoid eating meat, even though my husband eats it. Yeah, I see. Vegetarian, but I'm trying to do whatever I can. I'm working on a, a, a documentary, my personal project, and oh. it's focused on climate activists. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What made you decide on environmental advocacy for your project? Well, I've always been passionate about the environment, and I've always felt like it's something that really has beaten me down. Mm -hmm. I felt like, what can I do? How can I make a difference? And I thought that there had to be an answer. And so I started to seek out groups, other like-minded people, and then through that, um, a media project where I could help to spread awareness and hopefully get more people to be part of the change. Okay, yeah. I do not own a car and I like to eat less meat. Uh, that's also just because I'm poor. <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, for there's always our individual actions that we could take that we just been told about since we were young, like, you know, not over-consuming, you know, only buying what you need. Maybe, like, uh, using hand-me-downs or not wasting water and stuff like that that I do and I'm just kind of getting started so we'll see where that goes. Do you know the clauses of this climate strike 2021 what they're fighting for? I haven't read the exact clauses now. I don't. I don't know all of them. I'm, I'm fairly new to Friday for, Fridays for Future and climate strikes in general. Yeah. Not off the top of my head, I read them before I came. One of them was uh, to tackle environmental racism, and then the other ones were just generic environmental things, like end our carbon outputs by 2050 and help the global south in this because in Canada and the global north, we have disproportionately better off, um, which are good things, except they're not actually action items. So this is all equivalent to saying climate change is bad, basically. So how are you going to take this experience with you? problem with people who are talking on behalf of other people and that's what I have against the system but if I am here I'm talking um, with the people and not for the people anymore that's what I'm going to take back All right. thank you for tuning in to this special episode of Future for Us if you like what you hear follow us on Google Podcasts Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen if you want to get to know me a little more, follow my public account at joelle.a.alexandria, J-O-E-L-L-E, and my Twitter at wjoelle.a. Thank you to everyone who participated in the strike and in this interview. Thank you so much. We really are doing our part to create a future for us. Stay sane out there, and I'll let the protesters play us out. We deserve it.